Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Hey everyone, what's happening? Welcome to Mage TV. I am Mage. Here is the story so far on the whole Liverpool Jürgen Klopp FA Cup replay thing that's causing all kinds of that's a, that's a hysteria. Hysteria. So Liverpool drew 2-2 with Shrewsbury Town in the FA Cup fourth round. That prompted an FA Cup replay. And the immediate reaction to this, from Liverpool fans in particular, was oh, Klopp will be really annoyed with that because for the first time in English football history, we've got a winter break. Now, winter breaks are something very prevalent in European competition, particularly, of course, in the Bundesliga where Klopp made his, made his name. This is the first time. What the FA have done to make this happen is they've rescheduled the football fixtures where the FA cookies would normally take place in that. They've moved them around to allow this small block in the middle of the season where players and teams can, can rest and recuperate. And the idea behind this being, of course, that it's meant to benefit English football. It's meant to benefit the England team going forward, which is certainly something that they need because most of the good players are currently out injured. Shock. And so with this break looming, the, the immediate reaction was, oh, God, Klopp will be livid because he really, really wants this break. Immediately after the match, Klopp was asked the question how this will impact this break, to which he responded, none of the senior players are going to be involved. Uh, he won't be involved. It'll be the under-23s and the under-23 manager, Neil Critchley, taking the side, which... I suppose would have been this dramatic major bombshell had we not already been in a very familiar situation like this from earlier on in the season. Of course, those of you who follow Liverpool will, will know and remember the Reds jetted off to Qatar for the Club World Cup, but were also made to play against Aston Villa in a Carabao Cup quarter-final game the day before the semi-final game of the Club World Cup, which meant Liverpool basically took all of their senior players and most of the best kids as well and actually fielded effectively an under-18 side in that domestic cup competition. So, of course, it means that Klopp and all the senior players are not going to be involved in this game. And, of course, that's going to lead to the obvious shout of is Liverpool and is Jürgen Klopp devaluing the competition? And the short answer to that is yes, absolutely. This, of course, is in a black-and-white light switch moment. It's not like Jürgen's gone... 
click. There you go, FA Cup devalued. You know, this has been a death of a thousand cuts for the competition for a number of years. And look, I, I feel like I need to explain my stance on the FA Cup first and foremost. The FA Cup is the best domestic cup competition on the planet in terms of obviously the, the, the quality of teams to participate, but just in terms of the structure. You know, people talk about the Champions League and people talk about the, the, the World Cup as being the, the major effectively cup competitions. The purity of the FA Cup is where I think the magic of the FA Cup stems from. And it's notion that if you've got a Sunday league team and you can get yourself to a degree of competence and have a, you know, a, a facilities that can host the game, you can effectively enter the FA Cup. Now, obviously, there are more detailed rules and regulations to it, but it means that anyone who's even got a half uh, a, footballer, a footballing ability can effectively play in the FA Cup, which means that if you can enter the FA Cup, then you can win the FA Cup. Now, of course, that doesn't happen. You don't see Sunday League teams, you know, lifting the FA Cup. You just don't. But it adds to the the awe of it, adds to the, the the branding of it, and it makes the FA Cup a really, really interesting competition. And, you know, growing up, I, my first ever Cup final uh, that I went to, the first trophy I ever saw, uh, Cup trophy I ever saw Liverpool lift, was the was the FA Cup in, in 1992. I am just about old enough, of course, to have seen them lift uh, the league title in 1990. But I was taken to Wembley by my dad and my, and my uncle with my cousin in 92, watched Liverpool beat Sunderland. And, yeah, you know, that was an, an experience. I, I went to 2001, I saw Liverpool beat Arsenal in, in that one, I sort of lose uh, an FA Cup final to, to Chelsea in, uh, under Kenny Dalglish, which was terrible. It's a good competition. I was a, a Shrewsbury Town fan. Look, that was one of the greatest moments in, in their club's history. I was there, I saw the way their fans reacted to it. They absolutely did, and rightly so. They absolutely should, because that is a big moment. The world champions, the European champions, the best team in, 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 the, in, in English football, coming to your ground and, and, you know, and being held and actually being outplayed at times. Brilliant, one of the brilliant things about football in general. But what it doesn't take into account, and I think where Jurgen Klopp is coming from in this perspective, because I think his stance, and, and whenever it's raised, and it's been raised more so than ever this year, because look, his team went from it's just done back-to-back -back Champions League finals. So they've gone as deep as you can go in club football for two seasons on the run in the summers that have followed them. So go to the Champions League final. You know, an absolutely exhausting endeavour on the end of a Premier League season as well. Then you've got the World Cup that happens at the end of that. Then players have very minimal training, come back into a fully fledged season again. And then Liverpool have gone to the final of the European Cup again, which was on the 1st of June this year. Then you've got a limited break and then a load of players jet off to the Copper America and they jet off to the African Cup of Nations. So Liverpool's top stars, most of them actually didn't have a pre-season with the club and then they've come back round this again. And what Klopp has been saying all through this is stupid, stupid idea. Stop overworking the players. Something needs to happen. You know, confederations need to get get together, national FAs need to get together, heads of leagues need to get together and work out what's happening. Now, the problem is that, that Klopp is facing with this is that, well, he, he just looks like he's being a football elitist. Liverpool are doing really well and everyone just says, shut up, you're all very highly paid. Enjoy it. You know, and, and look from a fan's perspective, in December when Liverpool went to Qatar, I got to watch three games of Liverpool in, in, in a week. Now, what you have, and this is where what Klopp's point is, did we see three quality games of football? No, we did not. We saw the under-18s getting tonked by Villa. We saw a second-string Liverpool, which had Jordan Henderson playing centre-half, scraped through past Monterey. And then, OK, yeah, a much more stronger side that goes to the extra time and ultimately wins the, the, the Club World Cup. Not three vintage Liverpool performances. None of those games particularly stand out as being the greatest performances you've ever likely to see. And that's what he's kind of driving at. His point is that he's trying to make a stand for health and fitness and sports science and the welfare of the players 
people don't want to hear about the welfare of multi-millionaires is the first issue with that. People additionally, particularly people in this country, don't want to hear that people are being overworked when everyone's overworked. And in addition to that being massively underpaid, it looks like privilege talking. And also he's a foreigner, and bloody jolly foreigner, coming over here and telling us how our English football should be, etc, etc. Where Klopp's stuck between the devil and the deep blue sea on this, of course, is that when you're so staunchly against the overworking of footballers and you're saying, well, the Nations League, he's come out and spoke about how bad the Nations League is, he's come out and complained about the Club World Cup, the fact that the Club World Cup's going to end up as a post-season tournament, the moving of the African Cup of Nations, the fact that there's replays, the fact that there's two-legged semi-finals in the League Cup for no reason whatsoever. And then he's finally handed, uh, in this nation, we're finally handed a winter break which he's and, and he references it himself. He says we were we were told by the Premier League to respect the winter break. We were told not to book any friendlies, not to do any real activity. And as such, he said the players are off. They've got individual training routines which they can undertake themselves, but they're not going to be in work. They're not going to be on the training ground. They are using it as a break. Now, if he then goes, okay, yeah, well, no problem. We'll just we'll just play we'll play this game. And this is where uh, I'm not sure I entirely agree, of course, but I'll come to that is that in the first iteration of the winter break, he's basically saying, actually, look, we didn't really need it because I'm able to put out a full string. If he goes and he goes for something, he puts all the senior players out effectively, he's, he's, he's saying, ah, it's all right. It's all right. Now, it probably is all right because there are a number of Liverpool players that could actually probably do with a game of football. Now, some of them are injured right now, but if they're fit and available, the likes of James Milner, Jair Jakiri, Dejan Lovren, Adrian, Matip, Adam Lallana, Divock Origi, Takumi Minamino. You know, you're talking about seven first team, seven, eight, that's eight, Paul, when you add them up, that adds to eight. Eight first team senior, largely international caliber players who could do with another game of football. Then you pad that out with the young lads who are ready. What's wrong with that? It's not dissimilar to the side that, that went out against Everton or went out against Shrewsbury. What I think he's trying to do is I think he's trying to use this as a protest and he's trying to use this to actually finally have his voice heard. Now, will the mainstream media hear it is the big issue because this should open up the discourse. This should allow people to have the conversation. It should it should bring the, the overburdening physically of footballers to the front of the news cycle but it won't what it's going to do is it's going to basically eat into the positive PR that Jürgen Klopp's built by being a really good entertaining honest charismatic manager and I wonder whether it will stand up to scrutiny will this be the turning point of talk sport and you know and, and the sun and all like awful institutions that just go for the long, lowest hanging fruit, the, the click radio equivalent of uh, a newspaper equivalent of clickbait and all these other, obviously, sociopathic social media accounts, which I always talk about. That It's just an opportunity for them to basically rile Liverpool fans up and get some clicks and also rile up your, 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 your Middle England, Little Britain mentality people as well. Now, I'm not saying that everyone who's got a problem with this is falls into those categories because, I keep saying it, the FA Cup is a really good competition. My biggest problem with this is I want Liverpool to win the treble having had the season that Liverpool have had so far if something like that jeopardises that what Liverpool have constructed so far is, is unprecedented it's completely unprecedented in world football it's unprecedented and even more so in, the, in this league as well to have that potentially undermined and undone by an, a, an extra game in a competition that let's be honest it, 
sadly it just doesn't rank in terms of importance anymore what the in terms of the financials and in terms of the glory in terms of the the, the, the thing you've got to go for it you don't even have that the glory trip to Wembley because you get that in the semi-final it's the FA have done a lot of the work towards devaluing this this isn't necessarily a Liverpool thing and what's happening ultimately is that you know Jurgen Klopp is he's grabbing hold of what he can. He's getting his squad together and he's looking around. Well, where, where what what gives? Do my player is it my players that are going to crumble and, and give? Because yes, that'll happen if they have to keep playing. So what can give? Well, I can't throw the Club World Cup because it's it's a, a very rare opportunity to get into that. I can't throw the Premier League because it's the one trophy Liverpool fans demand more than absolutely any it's been 30 years and I'm definitely not throwing the Champions League because look Liverpool earned 180 million over the last two seasons to get into the final and winning one uh, European Cup in that time you financially can't and that's the biggest thing here the FA Cup doesn't carry enough financial value so inevitably we disrespect the Carabao Cup or the whatever the fucking hell it's called and we devalue the FA Cup because it's a sliding scale of, of, of the finances associated with these that's the, what's going to have to give ultimately. And Liverpool have placed far more importance on the, the health and fitness of their footballers than they have in, in a competition. My biggest concerns over this are Liverpool fans. You know, I, I went to the league cooking. I didn't have to, but I went to support my team. But I turned up to support effectively Liverpool under-18s. I don't follow Liverpool under-18s. They're a feeder thing, feeder system for the team that I, that I really like. But, you know... If we if it's gonna be a senior game, then then fine. But I can't see how you can treat it as a senior game. How can you charge it at senior game prices? What about all those people who are, you know in the auto cup scheme who are being automatically charged for the tickets for this with no say on 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 the cost? Of course, and of course, let's factor Shrewsbury into this as well. You know, if you if you lower ticket prices, you're potentially harming their takings of the gate, which is all the game part and parcel of the whole thing around the FA Cup, the beauty and what the real benefits to teams lower down the football pyramid. So it's a very weird situation. I'm 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 highly conflicted on this. Ultimately, I've had my day with the FA Cup. It's the, the the Premier League is too important, and effectively, what what Liverpool are telling me with this is they feel that the FA Cup has the potential to hamper Liverpool's chances of winning the Premier League and possibly the Champions League. Right here, right now, the only thing that I can I can place importance on is Liverpool within the Premier League and I am drinking the, the Liverpool Kool-Aid to some extent but I, I have to look I'm a Liverpool fan first and foremost and Jürgen Klopp has enough credit in the bank with me to be able to if he's made this decision I think he's made this decision from a, from a place that benefits Liverpool on the the highest level of getting Liverpool back to being one of the biggest if not the biggest football club on the planet so am I happy about it? Uh, no because ultimately I think that Liverpool should be going flat out for every competition but effectively if someone's going to turn around to me and say it's not possible it's not possible for us to go flat out in all of these let's have a hypothetical to end this Liverpool finished the league by ending up in a last game of the season like god win or go home match for the title because we've dropped a shit ton of points but we also win the FA Cup or Liverpool go invincible or Liverpool break the 100 point barrier and firmly establish themselves as the greatest club side ever to play in, in the Premier League but get knocked out in the FA Cup fourth round replay it's tough, very, very tough, and it is hypothetical because you're still coming home with two pieces of silverware but if it, if it leads to a greater chance of Liverpool fucking up the Premier League I can't, 
I'm torn. I can't. I, I struggle to get behind that. I think it's probably the right call, but we'll have to see how they handle it, what they charge for tickets, what the team that goes out, and also, you know, deal with the fact that the Pools kids might actually beat Shrewsbury. That's for another day. Let me know your thoughts. I know this is a bit big and a bit heavy, but what are your thoughts on the FA Cup? Do you love the FA Cup still? What are your fondest FA Cup memories? And do you think that, look, Jürgen Klopp and Liverpool are devaluing the competition? And and in fact, to be fair, most of the other big teams who are cho choosing to, to field lower-strength teams have the FA devalued it by not making it the showpiece game that it once was, by having not having the final be you know fully freely available to everyone, by having deals with BT and Sky down the years and and playing semi-finals at Wembley and not having to be a suitable enough prize for winning it. Thoughts in the comments below. Listen, subscribe to the channel. I enjoy having subscribers. You're all wonderful, wonderful people. And if you want more from me, go to my Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Mach, M-A-Y-C-H. You can support everything I do in the channel. So if you like the videos, the patrons help make the videos. Uh, thanks very much. See you all soon. Nice one. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon.